mouth with every breath. He had hardly time to register that fact before she was screaming too. Struggling upright, she clutched the blanket she was sleeping under up to her chin and stared with wild eyes about her. Mrs. Truebridge! Maxwell felt his heart lurch back into a more normal rhythm. What? He almost used the cliché he avoided on pain of death, then couldn't help himself after all. What are you doing here? Careful, Max, said a voice to his left. She'll have to kill you now. Jackie stood there in rumpled pyjamas, the pillow still printed on one cheek and her hair on end. Mrs. Truebridge, have you been there all night? We had no idea. She turned to her husband. Max, a cup of tea for Mrs. Truebridge. Maxwell's heart descended from his mouth. Never mind all night. He was afraid she'd been there all year. The old lady still sat there wide-eyed and clutching her blanket, despite the fact that she was fully clothed beneath it. Jackie, she said, focusing her eyes one by one, I was expecting you last night, dear. I thought it would be nice to be here to welcome you, to let you know everything was all right while you were away. But I... She looked down at the drool marks on the cushion and hurriedly turned it over. I must have dropped off for a minute. We got in last night, but there was a mix-up with the taxi from the airport. We had a chauffeur-driven car in the end because it was the taxi firm's fault, but it took a while to arrange. As it was, the driver nearly drove off with Metinic. Mrs. Truebridge's face clouded over. She and Metinic had a history which had not always been a happy one, and she had half hoped that the animal might have been in quarantine for at least a while. Or better still, gone feral in the Rockies. She had enjoyed her time with no vole innards on her doormat. Nolan is well, she stated. Her boy, now him she had missed. Nolan is blooming, Jackie said. He sounds a bit American at times, Mrs. Truebridge, but that will wear off soon enough, I expect. By the end of the week, or he's off to the orphanage, Maxwell gave a coffee to his wife and a tea to Mrs. Truebridge, made in a pot with the requisite number of spoons full of loose tea. Jet lag was no excuse for making a bad cup of tea, and he knew Mrs. Truebridge would take no prisoners. There were, after all, standards. Max has been fighting a rather rearguard action, Jackie told her neighbour. It started with a cookie box, but he soon knew that wouldn't work. A cookie box? Mrs. Truebridge was confused. She knew Mr. Maxwell was a little unusual, but surely he wouldn't refuse his child food. It worked like a swear box, the instigator of the system explained. Every time Noel used an American word where an English one would do perfectly well, he had to put ten cents in the cookie box. It came out of his pocket money, but within a week he already owed us for the next two months, so we stopped doing it. And anyway, Jackie took up the tale. He had to mix with all the other children, so it wasn't fair on him. And now he's back, Mrs. Watmer will soon knock him back into shape. He sounds quite cute, as a matter of fact. As if on cue, a wail came down the stairs. Mom! I mean, Mummy! Ah, the voice of the turtle is heard in the land, Maxwell said. Ladies, after you. But Mrs. Truebridge showing a rare and remarkable turn of speed, was already through the door and heading for the stairs. The morning went by in a haze of phone calls and emails.
Jackie still had three weeks left before she had to report for duty at the Nick, but Henry Hall had left a message on the answer phone nonetheless. It didn't actually spell out that the DCI would like to see her sooner. The catalogue of illness and disaster that had apparently befallen every third person, in or out of uniform, was only so that she knew how everyone was, of course. She wasn't to worry about a thing. She must enjoy her next three weeks. Oh, yes, please don't even think of coming into work. She rang back and left a message on his answer phone, promising to drop by on Monday. The emails were largely from the people they'd just left, hoping they'd got home okay, not to be strangers. Many people found they had business trips coming up. Was Leaford near London at all? It's a village somewhere, isn't it? They would love to drop by. Jackie sighed as she thought of the hotel she seemed to be opening.